Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Let's talk summer festivities, whether it's celebrating graduations, jetting off on summer adventures, or dancing the night away at the epic end of summer wedding, Macy's has got you covered. Seriously, Macy's is like my summer savior. I have a fancy wedding on the horizon, so now I'm on the hunt for the perfect black tie dress, and you better believe Macy's is my first stop. I mean, with brands like DKNY and Michael Kors, it's a no-brainer. Macy's is the MVP of wedding season. And speaking of summer vibes, I'm already daydreaming about lazy days by the pool, Macy's is my go-to for all things poolside. Bathing suits that make you feel like a million bucks, beach towels to soak up the sun, and even floaties to keep the kids entertained. They've seriously got it all. So whether you're glamming up for a special occasion or stocking up for summer fun, shop at Macy's.com or in-store to find everything you need to make this summer unforgettable. Don't miss out. Shop at Macy's.com or in-store and let's make this summer one for the books. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york happy pride from tomboy x we just dropped our pride 24 collection queer founded queer run and creating size and gender inclusive underwear swimwear and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin visit tomboyx.com to shop scrubbing in with becca tilly and tanya rad an iHeartRadio and people's choice award winning podcast Hello, everybody. Happy Monday. We have Tanya. Easton's walking out the door, but we love you, Easton. He says he loves you, you, blows kisses. We have Tori sitting in today. You're going to be on the mic, so I'm going to need you to bring that on down. And we have Mark on the phone. Tanya's here, too. I said Tanya. Hey. Mark, are you there? Yes, I'm here. I'm looking forward to scrubbing in all the way from Franklin, Wisconsin. What's what's going on in Franklin? Beautiful day, kind of muggy. Uh, I'm trying to keep you uh, muted because uh, you know, I'm in a basement, so there's like an air conditioner and a water softener and all kinds of stuff, a dehumidifier, and the kids are running around upstairs, and you can hear that, and I don't want to be distracting. Oh, I, we don't hear that, but appreciate you. Okay, good. Yeah. We appreciate the thoughtfulness. Um, you just chime in where you feel you want to chime in then. We have a lot to talk about. No, we have a lot to talk about. And Tanya told me that she has stuff to specifically tell me. Because I have already told Becca. And so I wanted to tell Mark because I wanted to get your opinion on if this was a sign or not. Okay, great. I got a God wink. (laughs) You know it already. I do? Yeah. What? It's the... When I was walking to dinner with Dr. FaceTime, mm-hmm. holding hands with him. Oh, screen time, by the way. 
Dr. Screen. Dr. Screen. Time. Sorry. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Things have already taken a turn. <laughs> He's now FaceTime. Um, and the person that crossed my path as we were walking to dinner, I think it was like such a God wink that I just, I just think it was. A God wink for those of you confused such as myself and have never heard that term. You never heard that term? Is God winking at you as if he's saying, here's a little sign for you in this moment. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know that term either, but it's a good one. And we got an email this week, actually, where a woman got the biggest God wink of all, and she's still asking for advice. To me, it was a no-brainer, but we'll get to that later. Oh. Are you going to elaborate more on the God wink? I am. Oh. Should I go right into it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mark, maybe you mute us now while we, while we share this. Okay. So um, we're walking down. Dr. Screen Time came into town last week. And first of all, the like anticipation of him like actually arriving to my house was so gnarly. I like literally was texting everybody, trying to call everybody. Like I couldn't just sit in my house waiting for him. It was so nerve wracking. Truly. I think that's pretty understood. Yeah. Um, so that was like a lot, but then once he, once he got there, like once he got to my apartment, it was like, like, it just felt nice to like see him, feel him, like, just like, he's real. You know I mean? Yeah. Cause I got to like hug him and like, he's like him. a real human, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So that was like really, really good. Everything was really good. Um, but the, the level of anxiety, like leading up to that was very stressful. So he gets there. We ha- spend our first night together. Everything's like so great. So good. Um, I was like really excited. So then I had the craziest week of work. We just had like a really crazy week of work that I was just working a lot and waking up really early in the morning. And, um, and so I can't remember it was the second or third night. Um, we walked to dinner and we were holding hands and we're walking down Ventura and this car is like making a turn and they like look at me and they're like, Tanya, honk, honk, honk. And I look up, and guess who it is? I know, but do you still want me to guess? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you guess somebody else originally? I don't know if I, I don't think I was guessed anyone because okay. it was a vague. It was a vague. Yeah. It was Mark Wahlberg and his daughter and his wife that we met when we were in Hawaii. For Temptation Island. For Temptation Island. And if you will remember, they were the family that had that, made me have that epiphany of like, oh my gosh, I quit. Like mm-hmm. I'm done looking for guys. And mm-hmm. I found it to be such a God wink that as I'm walking to dinner with Dr. Screen Time, Mark and his entire family is in the car and like cross crosses my path mm-hmm. on my way. Being like, remember, Tanya, you were supposed to be quitting. Because can we just go ahead and say you started talking to Dr. Screen Time very, very soon after I the I Quit movement yes. even began. Yes, I think possibly it was around hours. 24 hours, maybe. <laughs> so I really didn't give myself proper time to be quitted. <laughs> to quit. To quit. <laughs> and I took it like, and you know me, I get in my head so much about these things. So in my head the whole dinner, I was like, oh my gosh, like, I feel like I'm supposed to still be quitted. Like. I don't know why. I just felt like it was this, like, like it was a sign from God. Of all the places I'm going to run. Like, I hadn't seen this man since Hawaii. And, and like, this, you just happened to be walking to dinner. Holding hands with the dude. <laughs> yeah. When they saw me. Yeah. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. 
So let's talk about Dr. Screen Time, shall we? We shall. Let's talk about the preparation of him getting there. What did you do to like make sure that he was comfortable, felt um, well-fed and comfortable <laughs> in your home? <laughs> I got his favorite cereal. Uh-huh. Um, and then I got like I got a couple things to have in my house that I knew like dietary-wise that he liked just from conversation, not like mm-hmm. him being like, can you pick some up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, store? yeah. Um, just to thoughtfulness. be just thoughtfulness. Yeah. Um, so I did all that, and then I, like I made this charcuterie, really cute charcuterie board to have, and then I got like our bottle of wine that we had on our date. Mm-hmm. Um, when we had our screen time dates, I got like that bottle of wine for us to have because I yeah. thought they're just like sweet and thoughtful and just like little like mm-hmm. knickknacky things, you know. Very, very thoughtful. Thank you. You got your, you got. Like, let's remind people the butthole tweezed yeah. <laughs> and waxed. Um, that was Bombs just hair, some of the of other uh, preparation. Yeah. 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 Well, she just wanted to make sure. Uh, Tori just said tweezed. It was the it was the wax. What do you call them? Wax a waxer. Sort of waxer. <laughs> I um, I she bas- I basically told her that a guy was coming in town. She was like, oh, then I'm gonna get all up in there. And she like went just she went to town and preparations had been made. So, can I just ask a question? Like, what's the difference of wax and tweezed? Like, is it the leftover wax? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was leftover. Did you cry? <laughs> no. I'm so good with that. Like, it's just like. Yeah, yeah. the waxing doesn't even hurt her. Yeah. So tweezing probably felt like a tickle. Oh, yeah. It was a breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Tweezing's a breeze compared to the wax. Um, So, yeah, everything was, like, really good. So, when he got there, did he, did he show up with flowers? Was there anything like that? He did not show up. He just with himself. Okay. Um, but it was, like, really exciting because. I had just been talking to a screen for so long. You know? Yeah, and it was like, did he smell good? He smelled really good. Uh, that's and that's why I went against the spray tan, because I wanted our pheromones to, like, mix. Have a chance have to a see chance how to they see. reacted to each other. And I felt like the spray tan would really stifle that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I did a good job with that spray tan. Decision. The decision. Of yeah. Sans, sans spray. Which is hard, because, like, I feel so much better when I'm tan. But I also like how I smell when I'm not tan. Totally. So. And I also, oh, I would like to to share, because I actually got a lot of messages from people asking what I ended up wearing to bed. Oh, yeah. Well, that was important. <laughs> yeah. So we act, Beck and I went to Victoria's Secret. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I found the cutest little, like, tank and shorts that were, like, a matching set. And it was, like, cute, but it wasn't, like, super sexual, but it was, like, sexy. It wasn't, like, I also bought pajamas that day, and they were, like, <laughs> literally girly, like a button-up short sleeve with, like, cotton shorts. Yeah. Which is cute, but definitely doesn't give off the sexy vibe. And Tanya did a found a perfect in between. It was like classy but sexy. I feel like it was the perfect in between too, and it was like twenty bucks. I was like, this is great steal, really. (laughs) I told Tanya, and like we, she go. I said, do you have cute underwear? Because like even if things don't happen, if he like if you get to the point where like. At least yeah. your underwear is showing. You For want sure. him to be I mean, like spending cute. like five days with this man. Yeah. yeah. Eventually he's gonna see her underwear. <laughs> and she was like, I mean, I have I have like underwear. I have underwear. <laughs> I'm like, do they have stains? Like, what are you talking about? Can you splurge on some new un- they have like five for twenty five at Victoria's Secret? And I did got she some new got, got some, some new undies. Yeah, some bright ones. So you're feeling good, yeah, looking good, smelling good. Yeah, just like he smells good. Smells good. Everything's good. He's hot. So hot. Yeah. Like he's hotter than you remembered. Yeah. And I think it's because I like liked him more. Do you know what I mean? Like I've just like was more attracted to him because I like I knew him more. 
yeah than I did when we met does that make sense yeah because you had just met correct so you naturally knew him more correct after talking every day <laughs> Six hour FaceTimes will do that. Yeah. But you know what's interesting? So I found myself saying I'm sorry a lot. About what? And it's something that I actually like I want to be better about because I kept saying I'm sorry because we had such a crazy work week that I was like working a lot more than I thought. And then I had this like shoot for the festival and I just had a lot on my plate that week. And I kept saying I'm sorry because I couldn't be there to hang when in reality, like that's life. And I'm not sorry. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't, and I, I want to get better about like not saying that because mm-hmm. I'm, I actually wasn't sorry because I was working. It wasn't like, yeah, sorry. I'm at the beach with my friends. Like, yeah. You know, but also he was supposed to come in that weekend before totally. and he, that was when you were supposed to hang out the most and yeah. he changed things right. for whatever reason. And so he, you knew that you had a busy week and that's why you were bummed that he wasn't coming in the weekend. So totally. I'm proud of you for acknowledging that you said sorry a lot and that you're not sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't make, it's not like he made me no, feel no, no. bad. Right, right, right. This was like my own burden I put on myself. It wasn't like he was like, oh, you're always gone. Like quite the opposite, you know? I say sorry about everything. Like if totally. I even need to like scoop by someone and like, like they're in my way and I need to say, excuse me, I go, I'm sorry, excuse me. And I'm like, why do I do that? I know. I say sorry when people bump into me walking in and out of doors. It's like, you know, you bumped into me and I'm saying I'm sorry. <laughs> well, it's but, like if they're not going to say it, I want to be the polite one, I guess. Someone's yeah. got to show manners. Right? So I am going to start the revolution of like. No more sorry. No more sorry. Hashtag no more sorry. And that's the hashtag for the week. Yeah, that's the hashtag for the week. No more sorries. Um, and then the other thing that I think I was really proud of myself um, uh, is I set a boundary for myself with him coming out here mm-hmm. because he was going to stay out here. And I basically was telling him that I don't I don't have sex outside of a committed relationship. Mm-hmm. And he was really respectful. He was really great about it. But I'm it's it's weird because I felt so strong coming out of the week. Like I felt very like empowered mm-hmm. and, and almost like I set this boundary. And I, I think discipline is like such a. Um, like a, uh, I don't know what the word I'm trying to find is, but like it's such like a not, we don't value it as much as mm-hmm. I think we should. Oh, yeah. Because I, I felt so strong after that week. Like I'd set this for myself and I was disciplined and I just felt good. It's, I mean, honestly, I'm so proud of you because to sleep in the same bed as someone who you're so attracted to so and, and you just to. met. So it's that like newness of like, Let's see, you know, how good this is Yeah, for you to stick with what you like told yourself and what him that you were going to stick to is like actually really, I know people probably are like, well, she said she wasn't going to do it. So of course she didn't do it. But like when you're in those moments and it's heated, like totally, it's so easy to just throw those boundaries at the, out the window. And that's something that I've always done in the past. Like Mm -hmm. I've always been a little bit like, I want, I want to do that too soon. And then I'm just like, I'm in the moment. I'm like, screw it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, it's so funny. A friend of mine actually told me, she was like, just, he's so hot. Just like, just do it. We won't judge you. And I'm like, this has literally nothing to do with anybody else, Mm -hmm. but me. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I was like, I get, I get in my head, I get sad. And Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want, I don't want to do that anymore. Like I'd made this for myself. So, um, thank you. It was, it did get really hard at times. Hard. Hard. <laughs> I didn't even mean to do that. It did. It was hard for me to do that because I am very physically attracted to this person. Uh-huh. Um, this person. <laughs> but, um, 
the other funny thing is like having somebody sleep in your bed. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Yes. Because I, the thing that is hard, hard for me is I never sleep well when I have somebody else in my bed. Mm-hmm. So that first day back at work, I was a mess. Like I just like was so tired. And, but the rest of the week I slept like I knocked out. I feel like that was a good sign that I could like sleep well with him. Um, but do you think you were just like exhausted and like you were just like laid down and were like, finally I'm laying down and I'm out. Don't even care what's next to me. I was like out cold. Well, when you normally sleep, do you sleep, do you use the whole bed or do you stay on one side? I stay on my side. I do too. But it was, it's, I remember it being very, I had a really hard time adjusting. Really? Mm -hmm. Why? I don't know. Cause I never... I just wasn't used to having anyone in bed with me. But you also, you're, you have a king. Don't you have a king? No, I do. Oh. I feel like in a king, like you could be on the complete opposite. You could be in like different continents. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't get a king till I moved into my new place. Oh, okay. So, you know, limited space there. My twin. No, I'm just you know kidding. I, I don't have a twin. You know what I found myself doing, though? <laughs> what? Which is so embarrassing. Oh, did you watch him? No. <laughs> <laughs> don't when, act like that's so far-fetched. When he was sleeping, like when we would be sleeping on the opposite sides of the bed, I would like literally like push my leg out or like my hand. Just I wanted some part of my body touching his. Cute. Like my feet. Did he like, respond? I don't know because he's like asleep. He's yeah, asleep. but like even in your sleep, you like, you know, if you feel something, you like reach out. Yeah, like in the morning time. But like I would do it like even if I like, you know, like you kind of toss and turn. I would like wake up and if I wasn't touching him, I would like move my leg over to like touch him. Am I so cheesy? Like just your big toe touching his leg. <laughs> totally. Wow. Well, what, what was yeah, the I'm process? So Did you use the bathroom at all while he was here? No. The whole time. Horrendous. No. I couldn't do it. I could not use the bathroom. I went I went poop at work the first day. And that's then, good that you had at least were able to do that. Yeah. I had it I did it at work the first day and then not again until he left. But the minute he left my house, it, it happened. Was like, it was on. Like instant well you remember was that the first day that he was here that you texted me and you're like i have to go so bad i'm like you literally have three bathrooms in your house like no but they're all like my house is very like three bathrooms makes it sound like but it's all connected like and all, all the walls are very thin you have one downstairs i know but i'm so um are you that my, loud <laughs> i guess my girlfriend Haley, whenever she sleeps in my uh in my guest mm-hmm. room she says she can hear me going to the bathroom in my bathroom Okay, but I don't think he could hear you if you were in your guest I know bathroom. What? I did not want to take the chance. I did not want to run the risk. You just got to run the water for a minute. Uh, well, I just stayed. Okay, so anyways, up. you didn't go until he, you went at work, and then until then, it was when he left. <laughs> he left. And that was a big one. <laughs> big, made a big splash. <laughs> okay, so that's, I think that's normal. Yeah. Like, we I, we have a friend who, like, her boyfriend, she and her boyfriend were long distance, and when he'd come in town, she, like, wasn't able to go to the bathroom. She would always say, like, I can't, I have to, I can't go to the bathroom. I like, know. what am I going to do? I know. It's, I, I, trust me. They've recently moved in together, so I should ask how that's going. Yeah, I'm sure it's gotten <laughs> a lot better. I think in the beginning, it's just, like, rough. Yeah. And then, like, also, I have so much respect for married people that have to like mark I don't understand how you wake up as early as we do for work and then like I had to like literally take the flashlight and my phone and like go through my closet to like pick out my clothes and then I like like packed up all my makeup and like did everything downstairs but I was like it's so hard getting ready at like five o'clock in the morning when you have somebody sleeping in your bed I I found that I I put out my clothes the night before I, I put them in the bathroom 
I keep the light off in the bathroom until I close the door to the bathroom. You know, stuff like that, little things that help keep her sleeping. I only let my, I only hit the snooze once. I keep my alarm very quiet, you know, that sort of thing. But you get used to it. That's very respectful of that you. very respectful. I'm, I, I feel like, I'm just wondering why you don't really utilize your guest bedroom. Like, you act like you live in a studio <laughs> apartment. Well, because all of his stuff was in there. So then I was like, I just don't want to go in there. So I just did everything. I have a big mirror downstairs. It was fine. But, like, and also my bathroom isn't big in my bedroom. So it's not like I can really get ready in there. Okay. I'm <laughs> just going to make it work. Tight quarters. My question <laughs> is, so that, so that was night one. You know, we got that. But, like, how were the subsequent days? Did you guys kind of fall into a routine? Um... Like, did you become almost like a married couple for a few days? Did you get on each other's nerves? Like, how did it go the rest of the... That's a long time. I know. Yeah, honestly, it did feel very, like, old couple-y vibes a little bit because I think the second night we were so tired that, like, we just wanted to, like... I just wanted to go home and, like, lay on my couch. And, again, I had to, like, work. And so I was doing work on my computer from home, and he was doing stuff, too. But, mm -hmm. yeah, we just, like, had lunch, and we're, like, walking around and, like ordered in one night and um and then the, the next night I had to work like I was gone I just like was gone so much that it was kind of basically we just ate meals together but did you like when you were gone and he was at home were you like oh my gosh I can't wait to see him or were you more like oh I'll see you know I'll see him tonight whatever I I was excited to see him I was excited to see him but I think I was so bogged down with just like how much I had to do if that makes sense and I just I kept having this feeling of like feeling bad that somebody is like here to hang out and I can't hang out even though I shouldn't have had that feeling so mm -hmm. I think that was weighing on me more than anything else does that make sense yeah that makes sense yeah so it's like but it is what it is because it's like he was here during the week you know what I mean but here's the thing so everything's going great I thought everything was going great but I think what I realized is so he was leaving the next day and we still hadn't made plans to like see each other again mm -hmm. and for me if I'm really interested in somebody like I want to before I leave them I want to know when the next time that I'm going to see them again is, mm -hmm. you know especially because we spent so many so much time together you right know? so I think that was a major like um not turning point for me but I think I realized that maybe I think it was more I don't know how to explain it because I think it takes two to tango you know and I can't yeah I can't make somebody want to, mm -hmm. I don't know. Did you ask, when are we going to see each other again? I didn't. So it makes me think, like, he didn't He didn't ask either? Uh-uh. So neither of you asked? I think it was just kind of like, and then when he left, it was like, I wish I would. This is what I need a GoPro in my head, because I don't remember all of these things. That's all, especially because that, <laughs> we need to get back to that, that Thursday night when we went out. Um, so I was like kind of hung over and we just like kissed and then I was like, bye. Like, I don't know. I got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. That's go all that was on my head to be honest. <laughs> but then I was like, I don't know when I'm going to see him again. Well, are you sad or were you just kind of like, it I is what bummed. it is. Yeah. I was bummed for sure. Just because I felt like he left and then it was just like, okay. Have y'all talked a lot since? Not really. Like what's not really? Like a few texts here and there. A few texts. <laughs> so we've gone from six right. hour FaceTime dates to a few texts. Yeah. I'm upset. <laughs> Are you upset? I think I was. I think I was. I think I was. 
I think I would. You're over. Okay. Well, <laughs> she saying thinks it five times. She <laughs> <laughs> saying it five times. Um, yeah, I think sometimes I like really wrestle with the fact of like, do I am I expecting too much in a relationship? Like, should I be more like no? But I'm serious. Like, I really wrestle with that. And then I'm like, no. Like, I do think that if if he had such a good time with me that he would want to like put it in the calendar of when he was going to see me again, you know? And oh, so yeah. I think the, like the not, not wanting to do that just kind of really made me feel like maybe we're not on the same page and like, you know, distance isn't easy mm-hmm. and I think it takes a lot of work and maybe it's just not there. I have mm-hmm. a question. Um, the makeout sessions, cause there were makeout sessions. Yes. Yes. Did they, throughout the week, did they increase in frequency and intensity or decrease or stay the same? Um, stayed the same. And they were all very good. Okay. Well, that's something. So the, the, the yeah. physical connection seemed to be there. For sure. For Unfortunately, sure. There do, it, it does take more than physical connection. <laughs> yeah. And it's like also, I guess, like the reality of it is it's like, how often am I going to be going out there? You know? Yeah. I think, when you really, and I guess I just get so excited and then I get like in the clouds about a lot of things. I guess in reality, I need to stop going for guys that don't live in the city, to be honest. Yeah. And, and I it's something that I do often. Mm-hmm. I think it there's a, a part of it that is like protecting yourself because if they're not here, it's like they can't hurt me or something. 100%. But actually like distance just hurts in general. Yeah. So like if they're not super... Uh, proactive and making it work it hurts because you're like do you not care totally whereas if they lived here it's like that's you know they're more apt to do something totally and I will say in my relationship when we first started dating we were constantly checking our calendars making sure like when are we going to see because you know we were it was distance for a minute yeah and it was like when are we going to see each other again let's look at this date you know can you fly out can I fly out and I remember you going through this Mm -hmm. and so I think I I have that in the back of my head of like I remember when that was going on like you both really made an effort Mm -hmm. it was equal Mm -hmm. and it was an effort and um that just goes to show that like you both really wanted to make it work Mm -hmm. you know so I think I also can't fault somebody for like not wanting to do that you know yeah and that's what I'm saying I'm not and I'm not by any means saying that he's a bad guy or whatever but uh, and I do think I do think having him stay at your house is probably a very quick eye-opener for something that could have lingered for a long time like you know yeah I don't have any regrets about that like I'm like I actually think I made a really good decision I think that was a good move Having him stay with you for sure. Yeah. At first I was a little concerned and I was like, did, is that maybe what did that throw things off? Cause like you basically lived together for five days. Right. But if anything, I think it was quick, made you realize like, okay, maybe this is just what it is. Right. The Facebook group thought you were like going to get married next week. So I know. I'm <laughs> I sorry to disappoint. No, you're not sorry. I know. I, you know what? Thank you. <laughs> I am not sorry because this is life. This is life. It's like, what's really interesting is I have this neighbor and he came over like midway through just like check up on me. And he was like, do you feel pressure to like keep things going longer than, than they should because people are so invested because he listens to the morning show. And I was like, the minute that I start tailoring my personal life to create some narrative on the air or like on the podcast, Mm -hmm. that's when, that's when it's no good. You know what I mean? Like I can't, 
Well, yeah, I you can't, can't force it for force some to date somebody to to continue on with this like fantasy story. That's like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's like no, like this is what happens. Like people date, things end, and then new things begin. You mm-hmm. know, and like it sucks, and like it bums me out, but I'm still like. And we talked hopeful heart. Well, we talked about this because I was saying like, you know, our Facebook group, they are so invested in our dating lives, but especially yours because you are so open about it. And at first to an extent, I'm like, okay, it's, it's a lot because it's like it, whether you allow it to in the long run, it does create a sense of pressure. But like, even if it's light pressure to you, it, I feel pressure for you. Like, how can everyone's well, I mean, waiting I think for it's it. not even just that it's it's like I just want I think I'm such a hopeless romantic so it's like I create this like narrative of like oh my gosh we met and it was so natural and I didn't have makeup on and oh my god uh-huh. and he's amazing and he likes me for me and we're having these long dates and like you know I create that narrative in my head and then I'm like oh how great would it be if this worked out and his initial was one of the initials from the site you know what I mean yeah. I do all that stuff and it's like when it doesn't go the way that you want it to, it's a bummer, you know? But my thing is that I love it because I feel like the Facebook group, like a lot of the girls in there talk about going on dates and how hard dating is. So it's like, they're almost like dating with you, you know, like they, yeah, everyone's doing it together. So, um, I think it's, I know like sometimes it's hard to like talk about it so much and then there's these like expectations and then it like doesn't work out. But I do think there's a really special thing of uh, like people like rooting for you and them feeling like it's their story too so um next (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you next and by next I mean let's talk about sleep number because y'all did got a good night's sleep (laughs) truly zonked out like just deep good sleep do you you why why tell me because of my sleep number bed how how do you, how does great sleep help you get the most out of summer and working during the summer? Because a lot of times people feel like it's summer, I want to sleep in, but you don't have that luxury. You're mm-hmm. up and at them, so up you need good night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Tell me. Well, for proven quality <laughs> sleep, there's a Sleep Number 360 smart bed. Um, it's queen mattresses. They start at just $9.99. Um, and so obviously many couples disagree on mattress firmness. Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds let you choose your ideal firmness on each side so it's just right for both of you. Did you and Dr. Screen Time have the same preference for your uh, sleeping preference? On you the know, mattress? I don't think two, any two people really do, which is why Sleep Number 360 Smart Beds are the answer to all of our problems. Well, they're so smart. They sense your every move and automatically adjust to you so they keep you sleeping comfortably throughout the night. I mean, that is a big deal. Yeah. I move a lot when I sleep. I do too. And Sleep Number has been ranked number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses by J.D. Power. And if you don't believe me, which you should, but for 2018, the award information, you can visit jdpower.com. So you can come in now and save up to $600 on select Sleep Number 360 smart beds. That's $600, people. Do you hear me? This is not a bed. It's proven quality sleep. That's right. And you'll only find Sleep Number at one of their 575 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Find the one nearest you at sleepnumber.com slash Becca. Um, We're going to talk about Kara vitamins because you were adamant about taking your vitamins yesterday during our diet swab yeah because I felt like I just needed something healthy in my body (laughs) just anything my body was saying please anything just give me anything yeah well Carob is a subscription service that makes it easy to get the vitamins protein powders and more personalized just for you and delivered straight to your door 
Give yourself support this season with a boost, whether you're looking for energy, better sleep to maintain stress, or something else to help you feel your healthiest. Care-of's fun online quiz asks you about your diet, health goals, and lifestyle choices, and it takes only five minutes to find your personal scientifically backed recommendation for vitamins, protein powders, and more. So the online quiz um, is now, it's new and improved, and to learn if you are getting enough protein, fiber, and good fats to determine if you could benefit from Care-of's new natural protein powders. Um, I, when I got the care, when I did my care of quiz, I got, um, a, I wanted a lot of help in the digestive, <laughs> the, um, help because obviously after experiencing my diet, you know why I would need that. Dude. Um, so the, the cool thing is that care of delivers daily vitamin and supplement packs along with protein powder and more, and it's all customized to your recommendation. So you're only taking what you really need, which is that was, uh, I probably need a lot of things, but that was like the highest one that they suggested for me. Yeah. So your personalized care of um, subscription boss box gets sent right to your door every month with personalized daily packs. And um, it's great for people that are busy on the go because they basically you just grab it and go. Like it's super annoying to have to like take your vitamins out of the bottle, mm-hmm. put it in your hand, mm-hmm. screw the bottle back on, put it in the cabinet, do that like five more times. These are just in a little baggie right for you with your name on them with your name on them nothing better than in personalized case, in case you didn't know they were for you there you go like i don't want to take tanya's vitamins i want to take becca's vitamins i definitely don't want to take <laughs> your vitamins vegan and vegetarian supplement options are available to match your dietary needs and track your progress with the care of app and earn rewards when you remember to take your vitamins for 30 percent off your first care of order go to takecareof.com and enter tilly 30 Again, for 30% off your first care of order, go to takecareof.com and enter Tilly 30. All right. Well, that's a great transition for us to talk about our, oh no, we're going to talk about our night out, girls night out. Then we'll talk about our diets. Our date night. (laughs) So Tanya writes me, what were we, I felt like there was something, oh. Dr. Screen Time had a work dinner that night. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I said, Dr. Screen Time is going to town. Oh, he's going out on the town. town. (laughs) So, Becca, do you want to get dinner with me that night? Uh, Because I'm going to meet up with him and his friends after. And Becca said, Of course, Tanya. I would love nothing more than to get dinner with you tonight. (laughs) So, we, she makes a, she makes a reservation. I made a res, I made a reservation originally. And we go to a place, and I guess I didn't quite uh, let her know what the <laughs> cuisine would be. And it was Asian cuisine, and she did not want Asian cuisine. Because sometimes my body reacts um, with explosive diarrhea <laughs> to specific <laughs> Asian cuisines. And so I did not want to risk that on, on the last night. last night. That's fair. So she suggests we go right around the corner to a little place called Catch LA, which is probably the most busy dinner drink spot in LA, if I do say. But so cute. It's very cute. Yeah. It was not right around the corner. It was a good 10 minute, ten minute walk, walk in heels. <laughs> and um, we ca- I looked up on the reservation, like online, and it said the next uh, reservation was tomorrow the next day at 9 45 p.m so i was like this is not looking hopeful i'm hungry also my pants were so tight like all my clothes have been tight because i've gained weight so like it was to a point where like oh they're a little tight but like this is like i'm uncomfortable 
just yeah. living. In but these you know clothes. what? I was like, why don't we just show up? Let's see if they let us in, and maybe we can sit at the bar. Like, let's like go in with a hopeful heart. I didn't think they weren't going to let us in. I just didn't think we were going to get a table. Well, so we get there, and the guy's like, "Hey, we're totally booked, but um." The bar and then the high tops at the bar are first come, first serve. They serve food. I was like, how many of those are there? Just to give me an idea of the chances. And he's like, there's four. I'm like, okay, great. Let's go up and then we'll come right back down. But guess what I was doing? Four, great. Four potential tables for us. Yeah, four. mm -hmm. That's the difference between us. I was like, my clothes are too tight. It's going to be so crowded and loud in here. I was like a grandma. And you were so, hungry. Enough. And I was hungry. Yeah. I was hangry, honestly. But uh, my clothes were too tight to really eat. So it was just, it was all bad. So then we get up there. We find a table. Somehow, I guess it said reserved on it. So I guess no one even thought to That's ask it, to sit. Yeah. So we snagged it. Halfway through the, no, right when we sit down, the guy whose chair is to the back of me <laughs> turns and starts yelling, asking about where we're from. And I'm like over it. Like, I don't want to be at catch. I'm like, I wanted to have like a nice dinner catching up. It's so loud. This guy's yelling in my ear. He's like, where are y'all from? And he and Tanya are talking across <laughs> me loudly. And Tanya can't hear. So I'm I trying to relay her. what he's saying to her. I was like, so that's how the dinner started. So finally, I think I was rude enough that he walked away. Well, he wouldn't let us like order. I kept so we're like, we didn't order some food because we're so hungry. Like I'm the type, I used to never be like this, but I'm kind of happy I have this mentality now. If I'm not interested and someone's like bothering me like that, I was so close to being like, hey, we're having a girl, like we're trying to catch up and we need to order. Like I was almost at that point if he hadn't left. And I would not have cared that I made him feel bad at all because he was not, there was no social cues happening. And he was, he was really drunk. Yeah. So anyways, I'm like trying to order. I'm like, this guy's in my way of getting food, which is not where you want to be with me. So he leaves, starts bothering other girls. So then- when do things take a turn? It was kind of dr- oh, it was when we were eating the donuts. No, it was before that. My high school friend. Oh my god! <laughs> so this really tall guy walks by, like seven foot. He's maybe six four. He's tall. <laughs> He's tall, and he walks by, and Tanya goes, "What's his name?" Kyle. Kyle, <laughs> like that. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> and he's like, "Oh hey," and I had already seen him. I don't know if Tanya, I don't know if you saw this. I already saw him walk in with a girl. So I knew that he wasn't Sans. Oh. So Tanya starts talking about him. You look the exact same that you did in high school, which I would personally not take as a compliment. So I was like cringing as she said that multiple <laughs> I said times. It like a hundred times. I was like, Kyle, I haven't seen you since high school. You look the same. Oh my God. I was freaking mm-hmm. out. I hadn't seen him in like 10 years. And his reaction each time she said that he looked the same in high school was very like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> that was it. So I'm kind of like trying, you know, I'm thinking, OK, she's going to wrap this up eventually. Well, finally, he's like, OK, well, I'm on a date, so I'm going to like go back over here. And she's like, OK, yeah. Do you still talk to David? And I'm like, Tanya, this is not the time. So finally, he like decides to bring his date over, and she definitely did not want to chit chat with us. Oh, really? Yeah, she was like, I'm on a date. Like, why is this girl? Like, she didn't know the situation. She just came over. So he's like, Hey, this is so and so. She and I just like look at each other. No, neither introduce ourselves. It's just, I'm like, 
Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, girl, me and your date went to yeah. high school together. He looks the exact same. <laughs> the exact same. <laughs> and and I'm so, like, do you live up here? Oh my gosh, when did you move here? Blah, 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 yeah, blah. like How literally, like they're on a, like Tanya and him are on a date. So finally I go, Tanya, they're on a date. Like I had to just be like awkward and like interrupt. And so she's like, oh yeah, 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 sorry. <laughs> and so they walk away and she's like, was that bad? And I was like, yeah. It was like that you did not, there were no, you did not have any social cues. Yeah. I need to learn those. <laughs> I was just so, so excited. I know. You're very excited to see Kyle. So Kyle, if you're listening. Uh, shout out. Shout out. You look the exact same <laughs> you did in high school. <laughs> um, so then that happens. Tanya and I continue to drink and eat. Um, and then we get dessert. And I'm thinking, you know what? We're wrapping Home up free. here. This is the end. About to go home to Phoebe, put my sweats on, get out of these tight jeans that are going to pop at any point. And another guy comes over to hit on Tanya. And I'm just like, you are kidding me right now. Like, this is going to delay me at least 30 minutes from getting home. So he's like cute and they're like smiling at each other like like I don't know he was like cute and really flirty he was he was he was like in his 40s right yeah but he was really like cool right he, he was, was cool. cool at the beginning yeah he was quickly cool. went downhill for like me. I feel like he was chit-chatting with us just like normal chit-chat and like mm-hmm. he was being flirty but like not in an aggressive way like in like a cute way mm-hmm. you know um so I was like Whoa, this is kind of cool. And then it, like, took a turn. So he is, yeah, he's, like, very normal. He's, like, so what do y'all do? You know, he's talking about, like, you know, he was, like you said, very normal. He was cute. He was charming. Um, And then he walks over to go back to his friends. And I'm, like, okay, we're free. This is it. Tanya goes, I have to get up and go to the restroom. And I'm, like, I know what this means. She's going to end up talking to this guy because she has to walk past him. <laughs> Next thing I know, a few minutes go by and here comes Tanya with the guy. <laughs> and he's like, I really want her to come over to my house and have wine. And I'm like, no. No, this is the best part. This is the best part of the story. Because in my head, I was like, I'm not coming back to your house. But like, whatever. But Becca steps in and he's like trying to convince me. He's like, come back to my house. We'll have a glass of wine. He's like, you can leave whenever. Like, I'll get you a car home. Like, I promise. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, he was just trying to get me to come over to his house to have wine with like his friends that were there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Becca turns to this guy and goes, why don't you take her out to dinner before you ask her to come over and have a glass of wine? How about that? Why don't you take her on a date before she comes over to your house and has a glass of wine? And I was like, what she said. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. <laughs> Well, I was like, okay, we literally just met you. She's definitely not going alone, and I'm not going, so (laughs) it's not happening tonight. Like, why don't you be a man? You're in your 40s and ask her out on a date. Totally. It was such a wing. Like, I mean, high five for that. That was like, (laughs) that was wing woman 101 status right there. You just earned a platinum gold card as wing woman. Oh, well, thank you. That was legit. Because it's, I wanted to say that. But it sounds less abrasive coming from me. Do you know what I mean? Like coming from my best friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he was pretty drunk. So I don't think he was like a lot. You know, he was just like, okay, yeah, I will do that. But what about a glass of wine in my house? So I was like, okay, I got to I gotta go. And so then he said something very inappropriate to me about just my personal life. And 
I at that point I'm like, if you ever go out on a date with this guy, like you're I'm I'm not gonna be the wing woman anymore because no. And then his friend comes over who is quite obnoxious and drunk and says something even more inappropriate and then he proceeds to step on my toe. And at this point I'm like, I am leaving. Yeah, Becca was ticked. And then I was like, Okay, I gotta go. Then he got he got my number. Did you hear from him? No, I didn't. Yeah, good. I, I like um, want to let's block his number. I never want to. Really, I quite, I quite enjoyed him. After what he said to me, what did he say? I told you what he said. The question you asked? Yes, but I thought it was more his friend that was like. No, little... he started it. Oh really? Yeah, he was a dirtbag. Really? Yeah, he said some very inappropriate things. I'd be very upset if you went out with him. Doug. But anyway, I've heard from him since, so I think we're in the clear. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you start talking to him, we'll have that'll be a private conversation. Oh well. Um. So, anyways, it was a fun night, but for <laughs> Tanya, <laughs> I was like, "What perfume am I wearing tonight?" Because this needs to come back on. No, you looked gorgeous. I mean, everyone they literally thought she was Jessica Simpson. <laughs> it was like it was like literally people were coming up asking if she was Jessica Simpson. It was, there was a lot happening. There's a lot happening. It was like two hours of just like my head on a swivel. Like, <laughs> who's coming up next? Like, I was like, no. There are requirements to talk to her at this my point. My head is on a swivel. Yeah. So we go home. Oh. I go home. And then your night continued from yeah. there. <laughs> so drunk, though. Well, at this point, you kind of had realized like with Dr. Screen Time that you know, like things, plans hadn't been made. So you were like yeah, still unsure. Totally. Yeah. So I was kind of like drinking because I was a little bit like bummed and like, you know, just like a culmination of things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I ended up meeting up with him and his friend um, after and staying up like way late. I think I'm still <laughs> sleep deprived from last week, by the way. Yeah, I'm sure. For sure. And then on the diet, the diet swap on top of it, it's just like I'm oh feeling all kinds of like songs but you went to a wedding on saturday night went to a wedding met a cool guy <laughs> literally it's like a freaking it's so weird <laughs> tanya sends me a text and goes i met this cute guy at the wedding and i i was like before she left i was like weddings are a great place to like meet people you know you know people love is in the air yeah you know single people are looking for other single people but in my mind i was like i know everybody at this wedding like i it's it's a no for me yeah so but- yeah, I met this guy, and I mean, t- obviously, way TBD. Yeah, I just met him like two days ago, but um, he got my number, and so we'll see. Should we nickname him at this point, or should we wait on mm, that? I think we wait. I think we wait. I think we definitely wait. I feel like a nickname doesn't happen till a date happens. Yeah, I think it, that's a good. That's a good. Oh, threshold. another high. Another five. high five. I think a date happens, and then the nickname happens. I also think we should start ranking these episodes by how many high fives you guys give each other because that's a good sign of a good episode. <laughs> yeah, for did us. You enjoy, did, you do, did you enjoy our GNO story? Yes, I did. That was, I felt like I was there. I wished I was there. <laughs> did you, or were you like, isn't it crazy? Like literally how many, not crazy that men came up and approached, but it was like one after the other. It was, it was a lot as a wing woman to take on. <laughs> that means her mojo is working right now. And I know, so- the mojo is turned up that's Who what knows? i think maybe that's what i think is happening i think my mo i think my mojo's way back oh yeah yeah that's a good so, feeling 
Yeah. Because so the wedding guy is like friends. He works with people that we know. Like it's a good situation. I just, I don't know. I, I don't know enough about him yet to even really like be excited. Have there been vouchers on his behalf? That he's a normal, good human, yes. That's a, hey, that's a great start. Yeah. And he lives start. here. And he lives here, so, like, that's another good thing. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I'm optimistic. He's checking a lot of boxes that we haven't had checked in a while. In a yeah. while, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so. I think part of the reason your mojo is so strong right now is uh, open fit. Ooh, I bet it is, too. That could be part of it. Because when you look you good, know. you're confident, you're feeling good, and people can tell. They really can. And Open Fit basically takes all the complexity out of losing weight and getting fit. It's a brand new, super simple streaming service that allows you to work out from the comfort of your living room um, in as little as 10 minutes a day. So work out with amazing trainers like Andrea Rogers, founder of the worldwide sensation Extend Bar. Or the newest workout is um, Rough Around the Edges with six of the most badass stunt women in the business. I think this is really great because for me... Um, I travel a lot and I think a lot of times you can get deterred. Not You don't want to like get to a gym. You don't know where a gym is, wherever you're going. Um, and that's what OpenFit is really great at because all you need is just like a device and yeah. a floor and there you go. Even if you don't travel and you just hate leaving the house like myself, it's a great option. I've actually been trying to walk and then do exercise, like floor exercises the past three days. I've done it every day for three days and I honestly already feel so much better really yeah like I just feel like I have more energy and like that I'm being productive and using my muscles <laughs> and using my muscles um well there's so much to choose from on open fit which is why it's just awesome again like if you don't travel or if you just don't want to leave your house um yoga 52 is really amazing uh like we mentioned there's extend bar there's um circuit training there's all different things so open fit has changed the way that we work out and by texting our code becca to 303030 you can join us on a fitness journey personalized just for you um, right now during the open fit 30-day challenge our listeners get a special extended 30-day free trial membership to open fit when you text becca to 303030 you will get full access to open fit all the workouts and nutrition information totally free again just text becca to 303030 that's 303030 standard message and data rates may apply once again text 303030 and text the word becca i'm chiming in on the podcast today as i mentioned from my father-in-law's basement and i'm actually got my my laptop set up on his workbench and it gave me an idea for what to get him for Christmas because sitting in front of me are VHS tapes. I've got, oh. let's see, uh, Amy, that's my wife, Amy Palm's Homecoming Pep Assembly, October 95, Amy Prom Court Assembly, March 96, Amy Prom, May of 96. These need to be digitized, and that's where Legacy Box comes to the rescue. Exactly, because you save your family films and photos from degrading or being lost forever. All you have to do is just get organized. You clean out your closet full of old camcorder tapes and the film reels, and you send your legacy box filled with all the home movies and pictures, and they'll do the rest. Um, yeah, they professionally digitize your moments onto a thumb drive, digital download, or DVD. It has easy-to-follow instructions and safety barcodes included for every single item. 
receive all of your original recorded moments back along with perfectly preserved digital copies. You can also get personalized updates at every step. So you can receive up to 12 personalized email updates throughout the process. Legacy Box is the world's largest and most trusted digitizer of home, movies, and photos. Over 450,000 families have trusted Legacy Box, including Mark. Over a decade of experience, all of the work is done by hand right here in the U.S. of A. This is a really great gift idea, by the way. Yeah, it's Because amazing. I think a lot of, like, I think especially people now are trying to do things for people that are outside of the box. Like, you know, like, I'm not going to get you a t-shirt or sweater, but, like, getting them something like Legacy Box mm-hmm. is really cool because a lot of people don't know this exists. Mm-hmm. And everybody can use this because you have old photos and mm-hmm. old videotapes and it's just a really great gift and I have in so, my opinion. I have so many embarrassing videos that are on VHS back home that I would love to have that I could pull up on my phone and be like, oh, remember oh when I God. did this lip syncing contest at Watertown? I have like traumatizing videos of like me throwing a fit that my dad got I feel like video. you're bad. I was. You're a bad kid. Worst kid. Well, you can visit Legacy Box today to get started. Plus, for a limited time, they're offering our listeners an exclusive discount. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Becca to get 40% off your first order. Go to LegacyBox.com slash Becca and say 40% today. Get started preserving your past. So, we, we had a big day yesterday. Big, 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 big day. I feel like people were definitely looking forward to hearing about Dr. Screen Time Visit. But I think even more so, people wanted to hear about the diet swap. (laughs) I have three questions that I got inundated with about our diet swap that I would like to ask you after we talk about it. Rehash. Rehash, yeah. So to be honest, I felt like going into it, I felt like Tanya had the better end of the deal simply because she had been to the wedding the night before. And especially after hearing that she was pretty drunky drunky that night I was like she has a great day ahead of her because it's basically what my diet is hangover food totally and I was actually I planned it as such because I knew I was going to get drunk at the wedding and then I wanted to be hungover for this day because I don't think I could actually eat your diet on a work day well yeah it would have been hard and we had decided that we were just going to stay at home watch rom-coms all day and like postmates and do it that way so um, it ended up being working out great for you because you had my dream day eating junk food, watching rom-coms on the couch. Whereas yeah. I ate, I watched rom-coms on the couch and barely ate anything. So I was just <laughs> starving while sitting on the couch all day. So we'll just get right into it. We started out with breakfast. It, you were supposed to do celery juice, but you failed me on that. I thank did. God. Yeah, I did. I did not juice my celery. It was yeah. a fail. I did hear that that would have really set the tone for the day and given me, like, diarrhea, so. It 100% would have given you diarrhea. Yeah. So, whatever. I'm glad. I could not have imagined being any more depleted than I already was. So, I make Tanya Eggos with butter and syrup, and I cut them up for her, which she threw a fit about. Well, because, because I was like, let me eat my Eggos the way that I want to. I don't want them cut up like a little child, like on a child's plate. But that's what you got, because that's what I do. So then I was like, "Oh, you're gonna play dirty like that? I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this like how I would do it." Yeah. So she made me oatmeal, <laughs> and t- let me preface it with this: I eat oatmeal like on occasion, because if I'm like, if I even if I'm just like, I'm just gonna have a healthy start to my day, I'll eat oatmeal. 
and I put cinnamon in it and I make it a little more on the like more like liquidy side so it's a little more like cereal see I didn't know you liked it liquidy I like my not so liquidy it was like (laughs) eating glue it was and it tasted soapy so I don't know if it was my bowl but it totally tasted soapy Becca was like this tastes like soap and I was like you're so dramatic oh my god oatmeal I eat it every day it relax so then I try a bite of it and it tastes like so. Yeah, so it was, it was like eating glue that tasted like soap. So I ate, I barely ate half of it. So I was already hungry starting out the day. Yeah, and I did enjoy the Eggos. I did enjoy my <laughs> I enjoyed my Eggo waffles. So then naturally I start to get hungry about 20 minutes later. <laughs> no, I and like I waited a few my hours. Nice, a nice, my nice snack of dried roasted almonds pre-packaged from Trader Joe's. No salt. No salt. Zero salt. Zero. So I go from having literally zero flavor oatmeal <laughs> to literally chewing on a just zero flavored nut. Those nuts are delicious because the way that they're dry roasted, they just have this crunch to them. They're so good. It was so bad. So like eventually I'm like, I would rather just be starving than <laughs> keep crunching on these. Like my jaw hurts. I'm she getting nothing out of like it. half the bag. Of having to wash it down with just water. It was gross. If I had had Dr. Pepper to wash it down with, I think I would have been able to get oh, through those. Oh, and then Becca gives me this like Starbucks Frappuccino <laughs> with my breakfast. I took two sips of it and literally was in the toilet within 10 minutes. Yeah, those things move fast. Oh, but the thing wow. is, so they're they're like the little bottled ones, not like a frozen Frappuccino from Starbucks, but like the package right. ones. So it has real milk in it, in Ooh. which I, well, I mean, I honest, I honestly don't really drink real milk yeah, a lot. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine was a lot. <laughs> <That's> so dramatic. <laughs> yeah. You eat ice cream. Oh. oh, that's true. That's true. But I, I was drinking those every day for a while, and literally my skin, I just felt horrible, and I think it was because of the milk. So I oh, totally I have two new zits on my face from the diet. Yesterday. Oh my god, that is lit. It actually could be true. It's very true. Um, so she only drank like a little bit of that. So she's feeling pretty good. She's just like being dramatic. Took some Advil for her hangover headache. And so then um, next is lunch. Oh, no. She decided she was ready for her snack. Yeah. So I make her a cookies and cream toasted Pop-Tart with butter on it, of course. Might I say <laughs> that was the most fantastic thing I have had in a long time. <laughs> I was very happy with it. Yes, I was very happy with it. I will I will go on the record and say a buttered Pop-Tart because I then my snack later on the day, I had a s'mores one mm-hmm. and I didn't have it with butter. Wait, 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 you're jumping ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. So um, so then she has the Pop-Tart. She loves it. I, I, I got to say it was sometimes I make really good ones. Like I toast it perfectly and then the butter spreads perfectly. And that was one of those. Yeah. You, if you were, watched the Insta stories, you saw the spread of the butter. It was, yeah. It's an art. It was an art. So then it's lunchtime. We talked about lunch for a minute because I had originally said you had to eat a Crunchwrap Supreme from Taco Bell. And I was very hungover in the thought of, I don't even know what a Crunchwrap Supreme was, but the thought of eating sour cream literally made me gag just <laughs> thinking about it. So I was like, if there's anything else that you can have me eat, please, for the love of God, do so. Well, so she was like, why can't I have a burger and fries? And I said, well, you can, but it will have to be from McDonald's because that's what I would eat. Which was 
Well, painful. the other option was in and out, but we they don't do Postmates, so we would have had to get in the car, go. You know, the line would have been long, and we were both feeling I was too weak to do anything like that. <laughs> in hindsight, I wish I would have gone to In and Out because that burger from McDonald's was bleak. Okay, so Tanya decides she's just gonna go for it, and she's like, "I've never had a Big Mac, so I'm gonna get a Big Mac." So she gets a Big Mac, and I ordered the meal, but I wanted to make sure because fries weren't listed on there that she got fries, so I ordered a small as well. So she got large fries, Big Mac, large Dr Pepper, and a small fry. She downs it all, not the Dr Pepper, but she had a few yeah. Fries. And then I took like the third piece of bread out of the Big Mac because like that's so unnecessary. <laughs> like why are there three pieces of bread? Ooh, you, if you're going <laughs> to eat a Big Mac, eat a Big Mac. That's nonsense. Oh yeah, I had yeah. to take out that the, middle The piece. extra bread is important because it has the mayo and the pickles. Yes, on it. of course. Oh. Well, yeah. I did not. The burger was not what I liked at all, but the french fries were delish. So she, yeah. But guess what I ordered for Becca? Mark? I got her. I got her some nice vegetables with some nice rice, with some really good salsa, all mixed together. And I even got her a side of avocado. So generous. So generous. <laughs> I felt like that was a solid meal. It wasn't horrible. Like, I, to be honest, it wasn't the worst thing I've ever had. But having to sit by her eating McDonald's was just, like, not fun. You know, if we had, if she had had, like, a salad and I had that, I would have been like, this is nice. But I could smell the French fries. It was, it was rough. So I took like one sip of the Dr. Pepper and was like, Bleh. I had like three sips of the Dr. Pepper. I had to like have just something. And Becca was like, she ordered me it. a cold brew coffee with almond milk with my lunch. Delicious. You said it was horrible. It was bad. I had to try it. I was like, well, this is not good coffee, but. So that was lunch. So once again, ate like a little half of it starving. Tanya's full. <laughs> two, two orders of fries and a Big Mac later. Yeah. She's <laughs> needs a break. Yeah. So we watched, uh, what do we watch? We watched a Watch Remember. And then he's just not that And then you. Tanya wanted, he's just not that. She was too emotional again for, after a Watch Remember. So oh we watched. God, I was crying like a baby. He's I just not that I forgot how sad that movie was. Tanya's literally Gigi from He's Just. I, she always says it and like, then I watch the movie. She actually, you were quite a few of the characters if I'm being honest. <laughs> Different variations of, of women being rejected by men. No, because you were the guy. You Which were like guy? the oh, guy. Oh, yeah, the desperate yeah. guy that like just wants the one girl to like yeah. him and she just doesn't like him. He like zoned in. Yeah, on yeah. But it was like endearing because she, Gigi has a happy ending. So that's what Tanya's going to have a happy ending too. Yeah, but the she process- basically talks about how like all the dating blunders, all the mistakes, all the missed signals. Like she basically was always saying like, I'm closer to finding love than anybody. Like I don't care that I might do some stupid things and, you know, be whatever, but it's going to happen for me. There's a scene where she meets a guy at a bar and he goes, well, here's my card. And he, she gives him her number. And then he walks away without really making plans. And she chases after him. And she's like, that was vague. So Are am I calling call you? Or? And I was like, Tanya, that is so totally you. Me. So um, that was to get her on the podcast, by the way. Yeah, we really want her because Tanya will just have a full blown meltdown. I will just really. So then I go upstairs because I had to use the bathroom and I come down and Tanya has let me know that she's had a s'mores pop tart sans butter toasted. Yeah. Wasn't as good as the first one she said. It really wasn't. And so now I'm really think it's the butter. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't think I'll ever eat a pop tart again, but I think that if I ever do, it will be with butter on it. Yeah. It's like not worth the like calories if you're not going to do the whole thing. No, sir. So then, um, 
so then we decide we start talking about dinner. Oh, I have I luckily I get an apple as a snack. So oh, that yeah. was a real upper for me. I sliced sugar it nice for her. <laughs> a lot of care. Yeah. And um then we started talking about dinner and I told her she was going to get Pizza Hut. I let her choose her crust because I normally do thin crust. She wanted regular crust. Mm-hmm. And we got cinnamon sticks as a dessert for her. And then for you, I was very generous. I was going to give her, get her just soup, like a normal, like vegetable soup. And I was like, you know what? What would I eat? I would eat. I, I'm really into this like chicken restaurant that's by my house. And they have these like chicken skewer plates. It's like chicken. It's so good. Chicken, like cucumber salad, hummus, and like veggies. It's like very healthy, very delicious. So I ordered that for Becca. Yeah, it was pretty good. It had a lot of flavor. However, once again... If I had just had that by myself, it would have been fine. But the Pizza Hut smelled like maybe the best it's ever smelled. I ever. do have to say at that point, I was like embracing myself. Like I was like eating the pizza. I probably ate all the cinnamon sticks. Like I was drinking the Dr. Pepper. <laughs> I was like, I am I am Becca right now. Like I fully was like, I fully just surrendered to being Becca by dinner time. Like I was like, <laughs> Dr. Pepper, here it comes. Yeah. And, yeah. I had two cinnamon sticks because I was like, whatever, it's the end of the day. I made it this far. Starving. I can't go to sleep on an empty stomach like this. But I have to tell you, when I got home last night, I felt so sick. I couldn't go to sleep. I didn't go to sleep till like almost midnight because I was like tossing and turning. My stomach hurt. I just felt nauseous. I bet that Dr. Pepper kept you up because I'm like immune to the effects of Dr. Pepper, but I bet having soda like really affected you uh like the sugar and stuff I'm sure because even this morning I got up and I was like I s- literally still feel sick I had to, I had to literally scarf down my oatmeal this morning because I'm still like nauseous like I didn't I didn't want to eat it Well I get why if that's how you make your oatmeal <laughs> I get why you didn't want to eat it <laughs> But you you left out a little uh factoid which is that you took a little packet of the pop tarts on your way I out did, last I did because I loved it so much but I literally don't think I can eat it because I I swear to you I feel so um like lethargic and tired and like mm-hmm. not good today that's like it really is not good yeah what flavor pop tart was it oh so so I always eat the cookies and cream or strawberry frosted mm. or plain. And she wanted this when I was ordering them. I said, you know, I'll, I'm going to get the cookies and cream because that's what I get. But what flavor would you like? And she said s'mores. I normally like s'mores flavored things, but she didn't like the s'mores pop tart. She not didn't trust. That, she, she didn't trust the expert. Not after that cookies and cream thing. Let me tell you that bad boy. <laughs> and uh, what were the I'm just telling you some details I missed. What were the toppings on the pizza you got, Tanya? Pepperoni pizza. Pepperoni nice. yeah. Good, 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 good. Mm. Mm-hmm. No veggies around here. Yeah, and I didn't have one vegetable yesterday. Yeah. So and, and no and no exercise. It sounds like either. No exercise. I actually went and walked after she left because I've, I'm trying to do something active every day. So it was it was hard. I had I literally felt like I was so weak because I was so hungry. I had no energy. Tanya feels like garbage today. How do you feel today, Becky? You feel good? Do you feel hungry? Do you feel energized? Uh, I kind of feel normal. I had my usual pumpkin bread for breakfast this morning, so I feel my normal self. I have a little more energy because I've been exercising, but I didn't sleep super well last night, probably because of starving. <laughs> you had so much food. Like we had. I didn't though, because I I ate like half of everything, and plus it was already low in calories. <laughs> so I was like, my 
the fact that my snack was an was a pack of unsalted almonds and that was what was supposed to keep me fueled throughout the day was so unfair <laughs> becca was like do you actually eat these i was like yeah i brought them in the car on our way to riverside yesterday and everybody was very happy very happy yeah it's... but i want to say so these are the questions that the, the majority of people sent me yesterday mm-hmm. after our diet swap the first question was does becca really actually eat like this every day so what's your answer to that yes unless i'm like actively trying to be healthy that's my that's it their second question was how do you look as good as you do when you eat like that every day and you're not a thousand pounds i think it's just like genetics honestly my parents i like grew up eating like that and my parents you know my parents- i genuinely feel like i probably gained five pounds like i feel like i just I, I feel like i had a food baby like i literally think i gained five pounds in one day i think you have to really just develop a strong stomach such as myself um but I like I said I have definitely noticed that it's changed how I feel drastically as I've like gotten older naturally and not exercising that's why I'm like really trying to focus on at least exercising to help as much as I can but um yeah I think it's just genetics which I know but if I'm being honest like beyond how someone looks like I don't feel great all the time totally. I feel fine like I'm able to get through the day it's not like I'm like oh my god I can't go on but there are, I feel tired I, I get it like no sh- like this if this is how you feel the way I feel today if this is how you feel every day I get why you like to sit on your couch <laughs> but the thing is I can't work out there's no chance I'm working out today. like I'm back to eating normally I ate my oatmeal I ate my apple I ate my almonds I'm gonna have lunch after this like I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to eating clean but there's no way I can work out today like I literally feel like garbage yeah but um hopefully Tuesday yeah, hopefully you'll get back to it. But yeah, it's it's like a it's weird because like if I tried to eat like taunt, I could I don't think I could eat like you and like be sustained though. Like I was like, do you really feel like energized on this food? Totally. Like there's nothing. I'm not eating anything. I feel like. But and then the other big question was, why are you guys doing this? <laughs> <laughs> why are you torturing yourself? And I was why? like, Please well, why? I just felt like our listeners when we brought it up, they like were like, oh my gosh, that would be so funny. So then I was well, like. Do it for the cause. So what happened is I originally saw a video that my friend Cammie did with her friend. And it was literally the same thing. She's like vegan, eats super healthy. And her friend is like me and like eats like grilled cheese every day. So Ooh, grilled cheese. That would have been nice. Yeah. Well, next time. I'm just um, pissed about the Big Mac. <laughs> so um, I just thought it would be funny because my uh, we filmed it all. So it's going to be a YouTube video. So you'll get to kind of see it, like even though we've talked about it already. But I thought it would be hilarious because we're so opposite. I was like, let's try it. And to be honest, not that I regret it, but I really feel like I got the short end of the stick. Oh, please. I did. But Tanya, this was Tanya's I attitude two, the whole day I trying to act like a pimples, martyr. Two pimples, a food baby, and a lethargic Monday to all thanks to that diet. But you got to live on a Sunday. Rom-coms and junk food. I do have to say we ended the night watching First Wives Club, and that was just really... Um, I'll rule on this if you'd like as to who got the short end of the stick. Me. Of course Becca got the short end of the stick. It would be a blast to eat that <laughs> diet for 24 hours. Yeah, and that's all you had to commit to. I had to commit to, like, starvation for a day. All in all, I didn't hate it going down. It's just the next day was really... We have some emails, and we have a doctor who's going to help us with some of them because it might be a little bit above, you know, your level of medical expertise might need a consult. So that's coming up. And first, let's talk about KiwiCo. 
Let's talk about KiwiCo. I mean, we all love a good subscription box. Am I right? That's right. Everyone nods their head. Um, From food boxes to wellness boxes, they're all the rage. What about a subscription box for your kids that's fun, educational, and helps them develop creative confidence to change the world? Well, KiwiCo creates super cool hands-on projects for kids to make learning about STEAM fun. Um, There are seven lines to choose from for kids uh, from ages 0 to 16. There's Tadpole, Koala, Kiwi, Atlas, Doodle, Tinker, and Eureka Crates. Um, I gave some to my niece that is five and then my nephew that is three. And um, it was actually pretty awesome because my like my sister was saying that they always just want to be doing something all the time. Like they just always want to be like doing something. Yeah, craft. So, yeah, the fact that you can give them this KiwiCo box, it's very educational but fun at the same time. I think they're just great. And it's a new box each month. And what's better, even as an adult, it's exciting to get a package delivery. How fun is a kid to get your subscription box and have something to like work on? I would lo- I would have loved this. Totally. Um, and if you're pressed for time, there's no worries. Each month, the kid in your life receives a new, fun, and engaging project with all the supplies they need to challenge themselves creatively. Um, I think with this generation of like iPads and screen time, it's like so nice to get their brain working to be creative. Um, each box comes with all the supplies needed for that month's project. It's detailed with easy to follow instructions and it's written for kids so they can read and do it themselves. Yeah, I can co-sign on that because I was reading the instructions for my niece's box and they were very easy to digest. KiwiCo is a convenient and affordable way to encourage your children to be anything that they want to be. There's no commitment. You can cancel any time. And monthly options start at $19.95 per month, including shipping. So for our listeners, you can go to KiwiCo.com slash Becca to get your first month free. Every day counts when it comes to making a difference. So don't miss out on this amazing opportunity. Again, go to KiwiCo.com slash Becca and get your first month free. That's KiwiCo.com slash Becca. Um, so, yeah, we have some really good emails this week that we um, want to answer, but we decided to call in a doctor for some professional help. We have Dr. Hillary Gulcher on the line. Hillary, are you there? I am. Hi. Thank you so much for being on the show today. Thanks for having me. My pleasure. We have I think some... we should have her weigh in on this email. I think we're going to have her do both. Oh, okay. Do you want to start with that one? I think so, because I would not know what to do about this. Um, this is Brianne. She said, uh, I'm 24 and I have been with my husband almost five years now. On New Year's Day, we found out that he has a five-year-old with a girl that I was always made to believe was just a friend. Things were not great between us prior to the news of this child and I had honestly contemplated divorce. Months before, I had even prayed for some kind of answer because I just felt so unhappy and lost. His child hates me and will do anything to push my buttons. I developed so much resentment towards the both of them and towards the child's mother. Please tell me I'm not crazy. I swear y'all truly are the voice of reason in my life, and y'all's opinion is unbiased. (laughs) Well, first of all, I would say she's absolutely not crazy to feel upset, confused, disoriented by this set of events that would make anyone feel out of sorts to find out your husband has a daughter from another relationship that you didn't know about and trying to process that information and then trying to integrate this new little person into her world. So I I, I would find it unhealthy if she didn't have all those feelings. So you're not crazy. Definitely not crazy. You know, and what, what comes to mind for me is that since they were having problems prior and she 
already was contemplating divorce. I mean, people sort of just throw that around, but that's a pretty serious thing to say. Her relationship was quite broken prior. To me, you you sort of have to earn your way out of a marriage. I think people go in and out too fluidly these days. So I would recommend getting some professional help and talking about the issues that you had prior, talking about these incredible challenges that are presented with this new little person in their lives. And if they really can't find common ground and things are too broken, like like I said, kind of earning your way out, not just doing it based off of really intense feelings, but really uncovering is there common ground here or we just, you know, sort of grown too far apart and are too broken. Do, are you saying like couples therapy? Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. As a couple, yeah. not on our own. Yeah. I mean, you know, you, you, ask, you ask a really good question. I mean, I mean, look, because she's feeling so uncontained, understandably, and trying to process all of these things, maybe some individual therapy would be helpful. But absolutely, since what's at the top of her mind is trying to sort out, do I stay or do I go? Mm-hmm. Having therapy with her husband and trying to figure out what is mutually there for them to sort of use as a foundation, I think would be critical. I mean, that's a huge thing to take on, right? Finding out that your significant other has a child from another relationship, that's completely overwhelming. Well, and I think he, it seems like he lied or hid the fact that it was from someone who was just a friend originally. That's right. That's right. There's that piece of the betrayal, too, that I didn't address. That's exactly right. That's, I that's... think like I think that for me, if I were to just read this email and answer Brianne myself, I would just say, you prayed about this. You asked God for an answer. And he did that. Yeah. But I also think when you go into a marriage, you are like the goal is to make it work. And yeah. I think if they can go and try everything to where she doesn't have to look back and say, oh, I wish I would have tried therapy or to go into this and talk it out I I think I agree like getting I don't think you could I think it's easy to say like I'm just going to quit because it's hard but I think when you enter a marriage it's like for better or for worse and you try to fix it as much as you can until you like she like she said like you have done everything you can but we don't know that that they haven't done that we don't but I'm just going off of what we have in the email you know, I would say this, because I, I understand your point, that there's, I think, many of your listeners would have the reaction that, like, right, that's a bunch of deal breakers in a row, leave. I think the reason why I recommend some process that would give her some closure is because when we just exit a relationship with, like, anger, oftentimes then we have symptoms. It's like an emotional hangover afterwards, you know, of, like, did I do everything or, you know, feeling depressed or anxious or sort of disoriented or shocked at our new status in life that if you kind of, I used the phrase before, like earn your way out of it, meaning really take the time to explore, like what are my feelings, what are his feelings, are we too broken to move forward? Usually people feel like they have more of a sense of groundedness and like I said, closure, so that then when they leave the relationship, if that's what she decided to do, it feels better, you're cleaner, you're not so sort of um, bogged down by all the anger. That that would be my worry for her to just like cut it off right now. Right. I think that's great advice. I agree. I think a lot of times when you leave with resentment or anger, that carries on to in a future relationship or relationships. Right. You know, right. man, I just, I, just, I love Go a ahead. God, I love a God wink. You know, 
Well, I think this is a sign that they go and talk to someone and like you don't want you know how it is to leave with like resentment or not having like you for sure closure in a relationship. It does come up in other relationships. So in other relationships or even how you feel about yourself or just how you feel day to day. Like there's a weight to to it. I think when you carry around that understandable anger, but if she sort of goes with her partner and realizes it's just too broken or he's not you know, sort of available enough to really repair that and then makes that decision from a more, like I said, kind of grounded, collected place, I think it could actually be quite empowering. All right. Well, I think that's great advice. Now, this next one is very interesting to me. Um, The title is, My Sister and I Fell in Love with the Same Guy. My older sister has been married for 10 years and they have a child together. My sister started her own company and hired a cute guy. I began hanging out with him and eventually it became intimate. Recently on a family trip, I noticed her being very nosy with who I was texting. After taking her aside and confronting her, I learned she and the guy have been sleeping together. She has now let the guy go from work, cut off communication with him, but still has no plans of telling her husband. A part of me wants to tell her husband who has become one of my closest friends and deserves to know. I would love any advice. Well, well, let's just start by saying, wow. Wow. <laughs> that's, that's an incredible, awful story. Um, you know, I, I, I have sort of a policy on stuff like this. Not that that specific scenario comes up that much, but in terms of telling people that someone else is cheating, you know, kind of invading a relationship and providing that information, I don't think it's a good idea. And I think particularly when there's a child involved, I feel like she doesn't have the right to go in there and add this really scary, brutal, uncontained dynamic by telling the husband that information because it could change the child's life overnight, you know, and that would be an external force um, sort of putting that on the relationship. So, you know, it's a tricky situation. There's no answer here that I think would make anyone on either side depending on your opinion, feel good. Like, this is a pretty awful situation. It's it's not great that the husband doesn't know, and it's not great that he doesn't have all the information, and that's kind of hard for us as kind of outsiders to sit with. But it's it's a pretty big invasion to provide that information, and also it would probably make the relationship between she and her sister, you know, irreparable mm-hmm. thereafter. And if her marriage is on the rocks and there's a, a niece or I, I don't know if they said it was a, a daughter or son but if there's a child in the mix that's just not something I think she, she, she kind of has the right to do are we a little concerned that that this guy is yeah. sleeping with one sister and having yeah. another relationship with the other sister yeah who is this person yeah who's this guy who sort of set off a bomb in this family and then mm-hmm. just uh, bailed yeah he's like he slides his way out of the situation um, so you, but I, I think it would be so hard to like, if, if she and her sister see each other often or at different family functions, it's hard to be around someone when you're carrying the weight of information like that. Mm. Well, it sounds, the sisters know, right? It sounds like the sisters know that both of them were involved with this guy. It's just a husband. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. her, her, she like wants to tell the husband, cause I mean, that's yeah. a, that's a, a weight to carry around being around people. Yeah. What do you guys think if she told the husband, how do you imagine that kind of playing out, you know, kind of to the benefit of the family? I always just say I, it's such a hard situation to be in, but I always say like, 
it's not going to make anything better if you tell the husband this information. Yeah. And I think that she maybe needs to have a talk with her sister and just let her know that it's a heavy weight that she's carrying around knowing this information. Um, I don't know. I don't think it, I don't think it solves anything with her telling him. I, I also yeah, think I, it, it's sorry to jump in. I also think it, hmm. she needs to look at her motivations for telling the husband and make sure she's not doing that to get back at her sister or because of jealousy of her sister and this guy, you know, if she's going to do it, it needs to be for the right reasons and not for any kind of revenge. I think that's right. And, and the, you bring up a good point kind of for the right reasons, you know, what would the right reason be when you think about it? I mean, we could fill in that blank and sort of say, it's not fair. The husband doesn't know, but is that really kind of under the category of like a real right reason? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that that's a pretty, invasive set of facts to to dump on a family with a child yeah so what what would your advice be to anonymous of what she should do moving yeah forward? you know actually i actually like what you said back i think that's right that talking to the sister may relieve some of her burden in terms of saying like this is really hard for me to carry around i deeply recommend that you're honest with your husband so you guys can repair and this doesn't impact me Mm -hmm. and sort of know that she's putting forth the right notion into the world and investing that into her sister and letting it play out from there and really keeping in mind that 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 that, that this isn't her family you know her 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 direct family i mean obviously it's her sister but i mean not her husband and not her child i think maybe she'd feel better if she put that out there and then let it play out from there yeah, I agree. Well, thank you so much for coming on. We we love to give our own advice, but it's nice to have a professional when it's serious <laughs> topics like this. So. You guys are pretty good. So. <laughs> thank you Thanks so for much for being on the too. show. Yeah, have thank a great you one. So much. All right, bye. Bye-bye. Wait, we have one more um, email, and I'm going to do it my best Mark impression. Oh, great. <clears throat> this is from Lexi. So... I really want to know Becca and Tanya's thoughts on Tyler going on a date with Gigi Hadid. Oh, wait, is it Hadid? No, Hadid. It is Hadid. (laughs) After sleeping over at Hannah's house. It seems sketchy to me because I just wish he would have told Hannah on stage that he wasn't interested anymore. Do you think production production cornered him? Ooh, great Mark impression. (laughs) His voice has gotten higher, but... (laughs) Um, I've also been thinking a lot about this because I feel like Tyler's really in the best position he could ever be in having been on The Bachelor, but I do feel like Hannah asking him for a drink at the end did put him on the spot, but I don't think he didn't want to get drinks with her. I think he just didn't want everyone to get their hopes up that it meant that they were getting back together. And like, I'm sorry, but she didn't choose him. I'm just like, they're single, and that's what you do when you're single. You, like, date people. You go on a date I know. with Hannah. You go on a date with Gigi. Like, that's what you do. I think, because, but they saw him. There was, like, pictures of him leaving her house, so it was insinuated that they stay the night together, obviously. Yeah, but still, they're single. I know, but I think now it's like, okay, do do people feel, like, conflicted of, like, they want him with Hannah, but also Hannah didn't choose him, but they want him to be the bachelor, but he's talking to Gigi Hadid. Like, he's got a lot going on. Guys, I'm in good place. Yeah. I'm just like, I think when you're dating, like, that's what you do. You, like, go on a date. Sometimes you spend the night at a guy's house. I mean, I was like, what's his name? Stilts his house till four in the morning and left, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. His house at four in the morning. Nothing happened. But it's like, that's just what dating is. You just, like, 
you date, you go out with Hannah, go out with Gigi. Yeah, it's just all like very like yeah. Um, I think that I think he is a model. Oh. But um Oh yeah. Okay, I guess. I know a lot of people wanted him as the bachelor, but you know, I think we need to keep him sacred to being just a contestant on Hannah's season because he was very sweet and said the right thing to her for every situation. Like not once did this guy falter. He said the right thing for every it almost was unnerving. And I kind of understand how Hannah in the moment was like, how do I compete with this guy has not made one mistake. Yeah. But um, imagine him saying those things to 30 girls. I would be so like, wait, you just you said the perfect thing to every single girl. I like that it was to Hannah and that that's how we got to see him and that's how we get to remember him. I would like him as The Bachelor. I would not hate. I liked watching him. I yeah. find him very attractive. I liked. He kind of talked like um, Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I'm southern. Like, I, would, like, I don't. I would not mind him as a bachelor. But I just feel like he would say things all right the whole time, and I like to see someone with a little conflict who messes up. That's what I like. It's like there's something about someone who messes up that's relatable, and I feel like it would be hard to watch him be perfect for a whole season with every girl. So that's my opinion. And I really feel like he and Gigi could have a very happy life. I love when like really famous people too. get with bachelor people. It's like exciting. I think they really could too. I really feel like they could yeah, like, really Wells and Sarah. have a, a good situation. And I've heard she's amazing and like so kind. So like I'm rooting for her and And life. they both live on like that side of the coast. Yeah, but just for like just the know, side of the geographic. Florida and New York are very <laughs> Far. So is LA and Florida. I know. I'm just saying that's not really a reason for them to get together. Geographically closer. <laughs> okay. They're in the t- same time zone, I guess. But, um, and I want, I'm really rooting for Hannah, but who knows? She, ha- she has a lot going for her, too. So I feel like they're all in a good place. And I feel like just because they hung out, whether it was for production reasons or because they genuinely wanted to catch up and have a drink, I think that all of it's fine. Same. So there's my take. I don't know who I want for Bachelor, but. TBD. I'm Tyler for Bachelor. If it's not Tyler, who do you want? If Tyler's taken, who num, do you num, want? Num, num. Mike? Maybe Mike Johnson? Yeah, Mike Johnson's a runner, I feel like. A yeah. front runner. No. Peter and Mike Johnson, I think, are the... I can't with Peter. Dumb, dumb ben 2.0. I See, Ben 2.0. So Tanya, I didn't pilot, even know right? you were watching. Oh, yeah. Watch every episode. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't know. We talked about it on the morning show. Wow, you just like leave. Uh, we could like be talking about this on the podcast every week, and you, I just all this time thought you didn't watch. Oh, yeah, I watch. Well, well, um, yeah, I feel like regardless, we're all going to tune in. There were so many people who were like, I'm not watching if it's Hannah, and I feel like it was one of the best seasons of The Bachelorette. Sure. So I don't want to hear those negative thoughts from anyone else because you all end up eating your words anyway. That's my PSA. So, um, yeah, I know this was a long episode, but I don't want to end it without um, bringing attention and just saying that, like, I'm not I don't really share my political views because I think that that's a personal, you know, I choose to 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 do things the way that I do based on my life and the way that I view things. And I don't think that's necessarily for me to, like, project onto anybody else. Mm-hmm. But I do want to say that with all these three mass shootings that happened in the last week, I just want to say that we all need to come together and just like love more and be there for one another and do things that we can 
to just spread love and joy. I got like just such an awful text message from a coworker just about being scared to just like leave her home. And like, I just think that's such a sad place for us to be in as a society. And we're all, we're all doing life together. And I just think it's a really scary and it's a sad time. And, um, I just think whatever we can do to put more love into the world, whether it's, you know, it sounds silly cause it's like everybody's fighting over gun laws and things like that, but it's like, just smile at somebody. Like, let's like, buy somebody a coffee or just let's just be a little bit kinder to one another because mm-hmm. I just feel like it's been a lot mm-hmm. that it's was scary. beautiful Tanya that wasn't political yeah. at all no okay. and I don't think it, it's I mean it can get so nasty in the political world so, so nasty um I agree it's it's like sad to even think that people are scared to leave their house you know it's like humanity totally it's humanity yeah um, so I agree. I know everyone has an opinion, but sometimes it's more it's we can do what we want to do and what we believe in and speak about it. But we can do it in love and kindness and um, hopefully make the world a better place. Yeah. Cause it's just like sad as you read up, read about the victims, you know, it's just these it's exactly what they are. They're victims, innocent people. Mm-hmm. Constantly. Mm-hmm. And it's like. Yeah. So yeah, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to go the whole podcast without, without like, addressing it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I just think it's just it's not fair. And mm-hmm. and ob- obviously there are like agendas and there's political views, but really what this came down to is hate. And the only way to beat hate is with love. So another high five. That's Whoa. Right. <laughs> well, I, I have a proposal to make. Um, I think it'd be very weird to do time of death after that. So why don't we just end it without that this week? I agree. I agree. So this is the end of this podcast. <laughs> That's how we're going to do it. <laughs> Surgery is over. Yeah. And the patient lives. <laughs> Yeah, it was very loud. Oh. Okay, cool. I I went Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 seeds infused tequila enjoy responsibly 21 seeds diageo new york new york want to know where all the spring savings are this year ross you'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends yes at ross you'll find brand names for 20 to 60 percent off department store prices you're definitely finding your next favorite outfit We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. 
This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps get them through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 